0: Welcome back to the Jeremy Mullins podcast. I am Jeremy and I'm here with my co-host Reno and we have a special guest today. (laughs) Yeah, technically special. The people who are watching the video get, get to see the guest. If you're watching on YouTube, you get to see the guest. If you're just listening to this, you may or may not get to hear our guest depending on whether she wakes up or not. But I have my little one on today. With the flu, bee has hit them or hit the. If I can speak this morning, hit the Mullins household.
1: Oh man, on Christmas, kind of after Christmas, but
0: I mean, listen, we totally understand it. We spent three days at Disney, went on a Disney cruise. So not only do we have the immediate family of five young kids, but we also were on the boat with thousands of people and at the park with thousands of people. It's bound to bring some type of illness or sickness to the household so we've been battling it for the
1: past few days it's hard not to get sick when you're just touching everything that everyone else is touching yes
0: yeah and it was funny you know for those you may want to close your ears if you're a little grossed out but we took her in yesterday and she had to have the swab done on her nose and kids are so neat in the fact of as they learn like they're watching and they're learning so it's the first time that something probably like in her you know, she's picked her nose, but she hasn't like drove her finger way up in her nose. But like when they swabbed her, it's the learning experience of like, oh, things can go that far up in my nose. Because mm-hmm. afterwards, she would just sit there and she would stick her finger all the way up in her nose to basically <laughs> her eyes watered like it was a game. You know, <laughs> so it was funny, you know, watching that, you know, from a standpoint of like, oh, she learned something, but then seeing her do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. She was, she was positive with flu. So, She's having a hard time sleeping. She's sleeping on me in my little vest. So here we are, rocking and rolling, with uh, with a sick baby.
1: That's right. But how was your holidays? It was good. It was uh, pretty quiet. I haven't gone up to my parents' house. That's this Saturday, but we got to stay local, and it was very calm and relaxing. Definitely worth it.
0: Awesome. And we hope all the listeners had a wonderful Christmas. Uh, and I hope you have a happy New Year. Depending on when when uh, we drop this this podcast, but. This is kind of neat. This is our first one that we've uh, recorded since we launched the podcast. Um, and I love the response. You know, had great downloads on the first podcast. We just want to thank you guys and gals for that. You know, we're going to bring on, we've talked about, I've got a couple of partnerships, you know, they are going to be working with us on the podcast where, you know, they're going to be providing uh, Reno and I with some funds over the course of the next year to purchase products, um, you know, to use on the podcast, right? What I mean my product is, is, you know, I guess, Reno, you know, this is your your line, but where we can make the audio sound better, we can make the video better. You know, I think a lot of people don't realize, you know, yes, there's a lot of time and effort that goes into podcasting. But there's also a lot of from the financial end as far as making a quality podcast.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right now we're doing it uh, in an OK way, but uh, we can definitely clean things up and uh, streamline things to make it even sound better and easier. Yeah. on Yeah. The-
0: so I'm looking to bringing you know those two gentlemen on that are, are going to be partners of the podcast, and, and the great thing about it is they're they're specialties in their own area, or they're experts in their own area. Um, so we're going to have Green Up Wealth on, you know, probably once a month talking about financial wellness, and they'll be doing free consults for anybody that wants to talk about you know financial wellness game plan, or if you don't have a financial wealth advisor, you can work with them, right? So that's kind of how that will work, and then we're also going to be working with uh, Summit you know, rejuvenation, if I say that right. Um, they are a hormone replacement clinic where they'll, once again, do a free consult, you know, and look at your, you know, lab values, if you choose to do lab work with them um, at no charge, and then you can choose to work with them or not. And then once again, we'll be bringing him on as a aging specialist, you know, going down to kind of the rabbit hole of what happens when we age, you know, what do we need to look at, you know, from the aspect of hormones and replacing hormones or not replacing hormones, you know, from that aspect. So super excited about those two coming up. And I think that's a good leeway into today's topic, you know, on resistance training, you know, um, because, you know, talk about aging. Muscle tissue is overlooked in the process of aging. And what I mean by that is, if we look at some of the research and the data out there on individuals that are living a longer, healthier life, and when I say longer and healthier, so they're living without disease, right? Right. They're living without the complications that we see in, you know, first world um, issues with clinical disease, whether it be diabetes, heart disease, kidney disease, Alzheimer's. I mean, I can keep going with that, but those that have a a less likelihood of developing that have more muscle tissue, right? And we start looking at muscle and Dr. Gabriella did a really good job in her book about talking about muscle and, and the benefits of it as an organ not just, okay, it's tissue, but as an organ, you know, that is active and, and plays a vital role in our health.
1: Mm, yeah. And there's a reason when, um, you do see, um, people go into retirement homes, one of their main call it, um, daily activities is just getting on those like elliptical sitting elliptical machines just to get some muscle, um, growth in there because typically they're at that retirement home because their health has declined
0: Uh, 100% and that's that's one of the toughest things to see is like someone's in a retirement home not necessarily because of maybe mental right like they're there they're sharp as a tack they can do things but they cannot physically move themselves around right and that that is because of, of lack of muscle tissue and lack of strength so that is what we're going to primary focus on in this education today with the resistance training is gearing it more towards why it is important inside of your fat loss journey into your wellness journey, okay? Um, I'm gonna kind of save some of the stuff that goes into more of the anti-aging and the benefits long-term, you know, for a later um, episode. But today, really focusing on it for maybe some of the new listeners that are coming on, new listeners that are starting their wellness journey on why resistance training should be the primary modality that is in our routine, right? And I know, depending on your age and, you know, how long you've been in the the fitness industry or, or, you know, looking at it, a lot of people assume, that fat loss comes from just doing a bunch of cardio, right? Yeah. Going out and logging a bunch of miles or doing a bunch of elliptical as you, you uh, preluded to, or, you know, just doing cardio day in and day out. And that's not the case. When we really look at, you know, losing body fat and optimizing body fat composition, resistance training should be the primary modality of that routine or of that lifestyle for that individual
1: uh yeah. just uh travel in general so like whether it be obviously for the military or just travel in general and you get to go and maybe you're there for a week and you don't get to do that resistance training I've noticed I do have a standing desk at home um and so on and so forth if you're sitting in a computer lab uh for a long time or even just sitting in a conference room for hours you'll notice I notice that my back starts to really ache if I've not gotten some resistance training in uh for a significant amount of time
0: yeah 100% I think you know One of the things I want to define is, you know, what is resistance training for the listener, right? And depending on your background, some of you guys and gals may be very comfortable with doing your traditional, you know, weight training. So thinking of like a push, which would be our bench press or our standing press, dumbbell presses, that type of stuff. So talking about pushing or pulling, which would be like a deadlift, pull-ups, lat pull-downs, you know, squat, um, those being our three biggest things, right? So our push, our pull, our squat. Now I'll wrap carry into that to balance out a, you know, fitness routine but moving traditional weight that of course is resistance training but we also have resistance training using machines using bands right using body weight so you know going back to what you just mentioned or you know you know when you're traveling you can use bands and you can use your body weight to do resistance training right so you know the resistance is coming from in those cases the bands or the, your body weight in order to do those those movements right um, and I always, you know, I just, I find it for the general population just to be misunderstood because a lot of people think that if they do resistance training, they're going to get bulky, you know, that's not necessarily the look they want, especially when someone's overweight. Right. And I get this. And I always try to think of this when I speak and educate is when someone's 300, 350 pounds or, or more, you know, is okay. They're coming from a position that is very hard for a lot of influencers and educators to understand But I always try to think of that and being like, when I say, okay, resistance training, I understand that there's a lot of people out there that you guys have never experienced or been taught how to do proper weight training. So when I say resistance training, please understand that that can be done in multiple different ways. And it's okay to start out with modified push ups and air squats, you know, and and doing the basic movements that you would do on a daily basis, and then building up to more advanced routines or the resistance training with dumbbells and barbells.
1: Yeah. Don't underestimate the power of just body weight movements. Um, Go try to, even if you're fit, just try to go knock out a hundred pushups in a row and just see how like fatigued you get at 50, 60, 70. It's crazy. 100%
0: I do it with my truck drivers a lot of times we do days right so instead of having them do like certain routines you know I'll be like okay today's a leg day so every time you stop to fill up with uh you know gas or stop to use the restroom whatever the case is you know do squats or do lunges and you're just focusing on that throughout the day you know in the morning at night they do those movements and the next day might be push-ups they're just trying to create this volume of movements throughout the day when it comes to that resistance training
1: um and not to go into question mode, but can you kind of go into some people that when they're starting their fitness training, they're like, Oh, I need to go to the gym and spend the 45 minutes in total right then and there. I need to spend the hour right then and there. Like speak to it. Like it can be two minutes here, five minutes here, five push push-ups Now five push push-ups in an hour.
0: Yeah. And you know, just like we, we've talked about in general, if I had to give recommendations to resistance training, then I would say that most people need to resistance train three to five days a week. Okay. And I know that's a broad recommendation, but when we start looking at that, if it was three days a week, then I would have someone doing maybe like a total body routine where they're doing some push ups, or doing some squats, some lunges, maybe they're doing some deadlifts or some pull-ups. So they're trying to get every movement in or a total body routine in. This is used a lot. Maybe new people, that are getting started to a program, maybe use more in endurance. I have my cyclists or my runners do this a lot, right? So they're still hitting that total body you know, routine. Um, up to five days a week, which would go more like five to six days of training sessions would go more into individuals doing like bodybuilding or body parts, right? So today might be biceps and triceps or tomorrow is shoulders or just legs, right? Those would be ways of doing resistance training too. Then we've got some of the high intensity, you know, sessions that are out there, like for individuals that CrossFit four to five days a week or orange theory, 45 days a week, where you are using relatively lighter load doing resistance training combined with cardio. Those are all options. But if I was saying it from just a generic starting point, getting people started, hey, three to five sessions of resistance training on a weekly basis. And if it needs to be broken up or starting small, like we mentioned, hey, have a leg day, have an upper body day, and then combine those days. Even needs to be broken up like Reno was talking about, five pushups in the morning, 10 squats in the morning, hour later, five and 10 again, just slowly building up that progression, which you know, with strength and conditioning ball cap on is called linear um, progression, right? And that's how we get stronger is we do the same movement over time, slowly adding a weight to that movement.
1: And and all of this is going to reduce injury. I'm trying to find a percentage right now, Um, but it's reducing the risk of musculoskeletal injuries, which is plaguing the military, but plaguing us as a culture in general. Yeah. The, the,
0: the risk of getting injured and there is a risk, don't get me wrong with lifting weights. There's a risk of that. There's a risk of anything in life. Right. But the benefits way out outweigh the risk when it comes to resistance training, but yeah, it's going to minimize, you know, someone having musculoskeletal um, injuries, right. Because the more strength you have, the healthier your muscle tissue is the less likely you're going to bend over to pick up a bag of mulch and pull a muscle or to get injured. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the, and I'm learning when I talk, you're sitting there looking stuff up to catch me. So I, I see what's going on, but <laughs> I digress. So the benefits of resistance training, and I, and I really want you guys to take this quote out is resistance training is medicine, right? To a degree, resistance training is medicine and the effects of strength training on health are huge. And I want us to understand that, right? So when we train with weights, I mean, we're talking about benefits, you know, it can be performance, can be movement. You know, can be, you know, just functional independence, which you talked about earlier, you know, like that's the reason a lot of people do go into, you know, a a long-term care facility is just they cannot physically take care of themselves. Cognitive abilities and self-esteem, like we kind of look at those broad things that that are beneficial. Now, if I want to start diving a little bit more, you know, we can talk about decreasing body fat, Right. The more muscle tissue we have, the higher resting metabolic rate is. We touched on that a little bit into, you know, the calories podcast that we did. So the more muscle tissue you have, the more calories I'm going to burn on a given basis. It helps reduce insulin resistance, which can decrease type two diabetes. We also have a reduced, you know, hemoglobin A1C that comes along with that decrease in insulin resistance. We can see, you know, better HDLs, lower LDLs, lower blood pressure right? And just healthier minds. Like those are some big benefits that'll come out of that resistance training.
1: Yeah. Nailed it. I, you, you talk about resistance training kind of like how easy it is and it's, and, or how hard it is. People kind of make it, whether it's easy or hard um, up in their own head, but like the way you speak about it, like, look, it's just easy steps here and there. Um, kind of just start and you're going to see your health journey explode. Yeah. And, uh, and
0: what when when I'll tell a lot of people is, you know, they always ask about how to get started. And I still think you're a novice to weight training if you haven't spent two to three years doing the basic movements. So press, deadlift, squat with like barbells. Right now, once again, if you are not comfortable with doing that yet, I'm, I'm totally fine starting with body weight movement, starting with bands and working on those movements. But, you know, a press or a squat or a deadlift, none of that changes with the weight that we're using. When no matter the load, those movements are the same. So, yes, if you're new, you can start out with some of the basic movements when it comes to just, you know, barbell or just a, a body weight squat before you start adding a load into that.
1: Yeah. And I do like not the this isn't a sponsored thing, but like the first form app when you do if you have Jeremy as a coach and you go in there and like it'll say here's barbell or here's a back squat. Here's front squat. It'll say alternate movements and you're able to click it and be like, oh, I don't have to put this barbell on my back and maybe risk injury. My knee's hurting today. I can do goblet squats or 100 do- percent.
0: And, you know, that's one of the things that, you know. With this platform, yes, I want to be the uh, educator, but we're going to bring on exercise fizz. We're going to bring on some people with a YouTube channel. We're going to grow that to where I can bring on and do some of these movements for beginners, right? So that we can not just, okay, Jeremy, you you talked about resistance training, how much we need to do. You talked about the squat, but how do we do it, right? And we can get on there and show you, okay, here is a basic air squat, right? Send your hips back, push that ground apart by pushing your knees out so that your femur tracks over your toes. We're looking for that, you know, at depth being 90 degrees or slightly below 90 degrees with your chest up, right? We can show you that. We can cue you that. We can let you do that. Um, But a great place is, and and that's where I coach at. And I know we haven't mentioned that yet as we're rolling this out. If you're interested in working with me, you know, one-on-one in coaching, I I coach in the First Form platform. Download the First Form app, add me, you know, via FirstForm.com. That's where I do all my education at. And you can film yourself doing these movements and then I'll critique it, right? So that's where we can kind of work on, you know, some of this, but don't overthink it. I think, you know, getting started with the resistance training is just going out and doing it and then making sure that you're implementing it once again, three to five sessions per week.
1: Yep. Yeah. And the app really helps you along like the plan I'm on, I might do two or three days in a row and then it turns into a cardio day the next day or a cardio.
0: And 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 not down in, you know, we'll get into the benefits of cardio. Cardio can be part of the routine, especially if you're training for certain events, like we're gonna need more cardio, like 100 percent all that's still into play. But when we're looking at, you know, the resistance training should be the core value to, or I'm sorry, the core modality in your routine, you know, to, to those things that we mentioned on before, decrease blood pressure, decrease insulin resistance, increase muscle tissue to increase caloric expenditure throughout the day, increases bone density. I think we, we, we glossed over that one, but that is a way to really look at increasing your health over time is to increase your bone density. And the cool thing that I've seen with that is, you know we've been told before that individuals cannot increase their bone density over a certain age and i had the you know early on in my career i worked for a physician that we had a dexa scan inside our office where we could do bone density along with body fat and Mm -hmm. what i seen was in these 55 and older females that was working with we saw an increase in not only muscle tissue but also bone density in 55 year old individuals and older and, you know, once again, if you take it from the textbook, we've been taught that you cannot increase bone density over the age of 21. Right. And that's just not true. But because these ladies who were 55 plus had never done resistance training had never consumed the amount of protein that they need to be on, started doing those two things. And we saw that we
1: had an increase in bone density in those individuals. And correct me if I'm wrong, and I'll kind of wrap up here, but um, the body when you start getting more resistance, more weight or uh, low, more weight on your shoulders or more underneath the weight, um, your body starts to like, Oh hell, we need to, we need to increase bone density. We need to uh, repair this muscle faster. We need to do all these things faster because he's going to hit us harder next time. Um,
0: It's kind of just the adaptation of the body. mm -hmm. And that's the beautiful thing about resistance training, right? So yes, while a 70 year old might not be looking at, you know, stepping on stage or increasing muscle, they're looking at the longevity that comes along with it. And that's the, the thing I want to get across is, yes, why well, I focus more on this being a basic intro to resistance training. And it should be part of your program when you're looking at fat loss, right? Because remember, when we say fat loss, the ultimate goal is fat loss, not weight loss, right? So we want to maintain that muscle tissue. That is why I recommend the protein that I recommend. This is why I recommend that the bulk of your training modality be resistance training, right? Right. You know, starting with bands, if it needs to be starting with body weight, advancing on to, you know, dumbbells, machines, as you progress and get more comfortable with it. But yeah, it's just, that's the adaptation of the body. And going back into what the research that we touched on earlier, seeing that people have less disease with the more muscle tissue they have. Right. And then what it is, it's a, it's a combination of the lifestyle, but it's also a combination we touched on, you know, earlier, the muscle is that metabolic organ that is providing good feedback to the body. Yep. So take home message you know with that is hey guys i want you resistance training okay if you're in that camp you know of hey it, it, i've always done cardio to lose weight that's okay like that information's been out there it doesn't make you a bad person doesn't make you you know wrong you just didn't know right and it could have worked right you could have lost some weight and felt better because you were up doing cardio and you were up moving and listen i'm not against cardio you know i'm i'm going to be training for an ironman this year you know but i still make resistance training the primary modality of my training routine. And then secondary is the cardio, right? And, you know, I want people to understand that you should be resistance training three to five days a week. If you're on the lower end of that with three days, try to make it more total body. Okay. If you're doing more of the five to six sessions of what we'd call traditional bodybuilding or body part splits, that's totally fine too. Okay. You know, I, I don't, <laughs> that's where I never get into like telling someone that there's this one size fits all program. Cause we're all a little bit different. But as long as you are doing that resistance training, that is what matters.
1: Absolutely. And for everyone listening, uh, we have our email uh, in the in the link below. Um, I have Jeremy's uh, first form uh, advisor link that you can add him as an advisor. And uh, on every single episode, if you don't mind, whatever platform you're listening on, just uh, give us five star, give us a rating. Tell us how we're doing. Um, like, share on social media um, and don't be afraid to ask questions. Uh, we'll have a future episodes Will Jeremy will uh, be able to ask everyone's or answer everyone's questions. Awesome. Appreciate you guys. And we'll talk to you soon. See you.